0: Welcome into another special edition of Sportball. I'm your boy Sam. With me as always are two out of the top—I don't know, maybe the top hundred most cherished people in my life. Wow! Thank you. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it is Seth and Kyle. Was that Greetings. was that too high praise for you guys?
1: More than I expected, to be honest. <laughs> I can hardly keep from rushing. <laughs>
0: Uh, This is an exciting pod. I think Uh, we're recording this on Thursday, eight twenty Central Standard Time. So we wanted to get this out before the playoffs start in earnest, um, post playing games. So the playoff round one is going to start Saturday. We're just coming off the high of Lakers Warriors last night, which I think we all enjoyed. How's
2: Yeah. Really lived up to the hype.
0: Adam Silver is somewhere. In a bath just full of money right now after that game, <laughs> uh, so that was great. We have so basically we have the two seven seed locked up. We don't know the two eight seeds for this podcast. One of the playing games is happening right now, but I think we can kind of finagle our way around it and still preview the first round. So, well, I'm Washington, so excited,
2: but Washington's up by nineteen right now in the third quarter, so looking good for them.
1: Yeah, which is also it's good for, sure. for our bet. Pacers, Pacers shooting a, a cool thirty-five percent from the field. We must remind the listeners that it happens
0: that we had a bet who would go farther in the playoffs: the Pacers or the Celtics. And it's turned into quite the rock fight because <laughs> the Celtics had to win a playing game uh, to even get in, and will probably get destroyed by the Nets in the first round. And the Pacers may not even make the playoffs. So, was it as bad as the Cardinals Buccaneers? No, but it was <laughs>
2: close. <laughs> Sam, were you in on that bet as well, or was it just Kyle and I? Yeah, I was. Okay. I mean,
0: the Patriots yeah, had a lot of injuries in college. Kind of injuries,
1: yeah. And
2: so did the Celtics.
0: So it would have been kind of more exciting if if they right. had both been healthy.
1: Exactly. Yep.
0: That being said, it's i I'd make the bet Kyle. again. <laughs> right now, I'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I want to preview every matchup in the first round. You guys ready? We're ready. I went in order of what was most interesting to me, which I hope will be most interesting to our listeners. A.K.A. Matt.
1: Speaking Bucks, of we... Bucks, Bucks Pacers, they're still on my mind. Bucks first.
0: No, speaking of Matt, told us our one listener today that he explained to someone at his work how the playing games work. Oh my God! <laughs> and that—that that is the sport ball effect, folks. <laughs> Get educated, all right. <laughs> all right. So I actually started off with uh, Denver versus Portland. You could argue if that's the most mm-hmm. exciting one or not, but I, th- I think it'll be a close. Sure. Series. I guess I,
1: I don't know why I was only uh, considering the East games. I figured we'd start in the East for some reason. So
0: I kind of jumped around conferences. I mean, this is the most betting wise. This is the most fine. even one. Uh, Denver is favored at minus one hundred five, but it's basically even money both ways. So, um. We get Jokic versus Dame, which is very exciting. Always, um, I just feel like both of these teams exclusively play seven rounds, seven game series, so that's what I'm expecting in this one. Um, it would have been a lot more fun if Jamal Murray was playing, right, guys? But unfortunately, we just get the Jokic and Porter show. So, what do you guys what are you guys looking for in this matchup? What are you looking forward to watching, and who do you think is going to win?
2: I think on the one hand, obviously, we wish that Jamal was in the playoffs. But this matchup in particular, I think if he was playing, we would all be picking Denver. So it might be a little bit more evenly matched now that Jamal is out. That's a good point. Um, I think ultimately I'm going to lean towards going with the MVP. And I feel like as much as I love Dame and if, if I was just like, rooting for who I wanted to win, it would be Portland. They're one of my <clears throat> one of my favorite teams. Um, and I love the way Dame plays, and I just want them to succeed after really, like, putting this team together and sticking with it. And it seems like year after year, they have different injuries and things that set them back. But just picking against Jokic is going to be, I think, too tough a pill to swallow. And I think it'll be interesting to see if Michael Porter Jr.'s level of play can be sustained um, throughout the playoffs, and if he is going to be that like replacement for Jamal Murray that he's been since he went out with the injury, because honestly he's been just as good, if not better, than Jamal was as a second option for Jokic. So been more consistent, I feel right.
0: like, <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, Portland is gonna have a lot of trouble covering Michael, I think, because they don't really have a big wing that can really guard him. I mean, Robert, Covington, maybe he could just shoot yeah. over Robert, yeah. So I'm I'm really excited to see how this is almost like Porter's first playoffs, right? You know, first playoffs is a real 36 minute, you know, 40 minute player. So I'm excited to see how he takes that role in the playoffs.
1: I mean, obviously I'm picking Denver, right, in the series, obviously. but it's really interesting. When I think about, like, playoff matchups, I like to think about which team has the best player on the court. And obviously it's Jokic, right? But before this year, if they were going to be matched up, how close would it have been between saying Dame and Jokic, you know, which one of them would have been the best players on the court during this matchup? No response. No one has any idea. (laughs) I think uh, (laughs) I
2: think I think we both we all would have said Jokic still, but it would have been closer, I guess. I mean, Dame is still
0: like the eighth best player in the league, and Jokic is like the fourth, right? So I mean,
2: yeah, and certainly in in any given game, Damian could make a bigger impact or be the best player on the floor on a given day. But
0: yeah, and I, I will I'm going to take Denver as well. Um, I think I might take Denver in seven in our playoff picks just because it just seems like both these teams always play to a game seven, but it could be that Denver beats them more handedly. One thing I'm interested to see is, is Nurkic the type of player that can handle Jokic for long stretches by himself without doubling?
1: I think No one no. can handle Jokic, Nurk, Jokic without doubling him. AD can, but other than that, probably not. Not really. It depends on your definition of a handle, right?
2: No one can shut him down. But I also don't think it's not any better to double him because he's such a good passer. They're going to get a better shot than they would have already. So
0: It's worse to double, and that's why I'm wondering if that's how poor it can stay in this series, you know, because Nurkic yeah. is at least a solid positional defender.
2: And he's big enough where yeah. Jokic can't muscle him as much in the post. I would definitely – I'd try it, you know.
0: Yeah, I think they will at times. And I don't even know. There's no playing Enos in this series, right? Unless you match his minutes with JaVale. So if JaVale doesn't end up playing.
1: The Jokic-JaVale minutes on court together at the end of the season were actually really productive minutes. And it was kind of – it was strange to watch.
0: It kind of makes sense, though, because, like, AD can play with the center. And it's like, you know, if your center can score from anywhere – then you you can have a rim runner especially if your center can pass and run the pick and roll right
1: <laughs> right yeah I wonder how I wonder if they used that at all after what it was like the last five games they had quite a few stints with it. I wonder and it was rather Lakers, it was really they, successful. Yeah I don't
0: if the Lakers are going drummond ad LeBron maybe they roll it
1: out for that. Such a dumb lineup drummond shouldn't see the court in the playoffs. Someone blind him please <laughs> Keep Draymond pulled him in the eye. Neither should
2: Harold. We'll him. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of interesting, though, because all the comparisons that we hear about Jokic are like Dirk Nowitzki, I guess people say Sabonis, who's a center, but. And it, there was the whole debate with the all NBA voting of whether Jokic and Embiid should really have eligibility at forward. But if he's playing with JaVale, then obviously he's in a forward kind of role. And it is reminds me of like the 2011 Mavs where they'd have Novitski and Tyson Chandler. And Novitsky's not a great defender, not a rim protector really at all. So Chandler was fulfilling that role. And he's better, more solid than JaVale is. But JaVale could kind of do that same kind of role, like yet let Jokic focus on offense stuff and you know, be in the right position on defense, but have someone else who can protect the rim. Maybe it's not the worst idea.
0: I don't understand why everyone, when there's the big hullabaloo about Embiid and Jokic being listed as forwards, everyone was I understand saying, it. no, I, under- I understand it. I'm saying I felt like everyone slotted in Joel in the forward instead of Jokic. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Jokic has a way better case for forward than Joel does. Do, yeah. did, they, did they have a qualm about putting Jokic as a first team forward instead of center? Like, I don't understand that, you know? If I were to I fit it, them both on the first team, I would put Joel at center.
2: Yeah, I think it's just, like, if they're both only eligible at center, then we would have Jokic be there. And so he's, like, the default first team, so you just have him in that slot, and then it's, like, trying to fit Embiid on afterwards, but I agree with you. Like, I don't, I don't know. I think they both should have just only had center and and Embiid in particular, like never, ever plays forward. So that makes no sense. Like you might as well have Chris Paul with center eligibility then. But
0: it was funny too, because I said on this podcast, I was like, ah, you know, it's a shame. I can't get Joel on the first team. And then he actually made it (laughs) possible. And I was like, "Ah, I don't really like it actually. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I look at it. Uh, All right. You guys want to hit the next one? Let's go Knicks-Hawks. This one is really a toss-up for me. I don't know how you guys feel. And the books have it as a toss-up as well. The Knicks are slight favorites at minus 105. Um, I think where I'm at and I assume where we're all at is that the Hawks have more talent, but I don't know. I kind of just trust the Knicks more. You know, coaching, defensive intensity, um, toughness, those all favor the Knicks in my mind. And the talent favors the Hawks, so I think it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. Trey Young's first playoffs, which will be exciting to see, is DeAndre Hunter back to 100. That's another thing we'll be looking for. So, Kyle, what do you what
1: are you excited to see in
0: this in this matchup?
1: Honestly, I'm excited to see what Derrick Rose does in the playoffs again. He's a he's I think he's really the X factor to the for for the Knicks in this matchup, if he's coming off the bench, averaging 20 points a game with the way the rest of the, you know, core Knicks are playing, um, it's going to be tough for, for Atlanta, but in those games where Rose struggles, I feel like, I mean, we already know the Hawks have enough firepower to kind of just shoot anyone out of a game. So, um, this one is really a toss up. I I have no clue who I'm going to pick. I'm leaning towards the Hawks right now. Um, You know, I just, I'm going to err on the number of shooters that they have over the um, kind of isolated two, three scores that that the Knicks really need to perform extremely well and to pull out a, a victory in the series.
0: Yeah, there's a couple things that make me hesitant to pick the Hawks, which is where I was initially leaning. One is they can't really guard Randall. They've shown he's gone off against them every time this season that they've played. And it's like, who do you throw at him? Do you have John on him? He's good. I feel like he wins that matchup. Do you have Clint Capella on him? Then he can just get by him. I feel maybe DeAndre Hunter is the best bet, but it just doesn't seem like he's 100% back yet from that injury. So that would worry me for picking the Hawks. The other thing is, Trey Young's defense, which is going to get a highlighter all over it in the playoffs when they try to put him in every pick and roll. Right. But on the other hand, who on the Knicks really can exploit that? Right.
1: Maybe it's not going to be out for Peyton who he's going to match up with at the start the game. So
0: maybe RJ can get some switches onto him and uh, RJ and um, Randall, you know, maybe they get switches onto him, but it might be Derek coming off the bench that does most of the damage. So, That might not be as big a factor, but I am interested to see how he holds up on the defensive end in the playoffs, too.
2: Yeah, I'm leaning towards picking the Knicks, which I feel like is a little bit of a contrarian, because I think the Hawks, on paper, have more talent. Certainly before the season, we would have said that. Um, I like the Hawks. I like John Collins and DeAndre Hunter in particular. Um, and what Clint has done this year has been really impressive, but I'm just not a big Trey Young guy. And I think it's that question that we ask every year, like how well does his game translate to the postseason, and is he going to be hunted on on defense and all that? I just really, I don't know. I think there's this narrative like, oh, props to the Knicks, a scrappy team, you know, they they made it solidly into the playoffs but now they're really gonna like when rubber hits the road they're just not gonna have the horsepower to you know follow through and get a victory but I don't know I kind of feel like this could be a winnable matchup for them and they'll continue doing what they've been doing all season and Tibbs will will have a really good coaching plan and yeah, Randall has been unstoppable. So, I don't know. I kind of like their chances.
0: I mean, it would it be wild to say that Randall was better than Trey Young this year? I mean, definitely no, not. So, you know, do the Knicks have the best player in the series? Yeah, I feel like we're not talking about it that way, but that might be the case. I think I'm going to yeah. pick the Knicks in seven because. If it does come down to Game 7, I'm just not sure I trust Trey and the Young Hawks to win a game on the road, you know? Trey um, and
2: the Young Hawks.
0: <laughs> my favorite band. Uh, but I really, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if either team wins this matchup. It's going to be very interesting. It's nice to have these two teams in, right? It's not the same old Pacers and fucking Raptors and shit, right? It's some
2: new blood. What'll really be surprising is when the Knicks go further than the Nets in the playoffs. Who would have <laughs> expected that? Oh,
0: we'll get to your precious Celtics <laughs> matchup because it's last on the list of most interesting <laughs> matchups. Uh, all right, next, I want to talk about Suns Lakers. Lakers are favored minus one fifty on FanDuel right now. Shout out FanDuel, sponsor us, please. Thank you. How is this,
2: how is this matchup less interesting than Knicks Hawks?
0: It was more of like. Interest mixed with the closeness of the matchup.
2: You don't think this matchup's going to be close? No. No, I don't. Wow, that's disrespectful. I mean,
0: not, not. it's not going to be a sweep. Listen, this is the order I did it in. I was at the airport. Flight was about to leave. I said, let me get this down first. The lady said, sir, we're boarding. <laughs> I said, just give me a separate plane for myself. And that's how it went. Uh, so... Coming off of that all-timer game against the Warriors, the Lakers are the seventh seed now. Um, this is a terrible matchup for the Suns, unfortunately for us Chris Paul lovers. I mean, you have Deandre Aiden and, and then what, right? To throw it to throw at the Lakers front court, um, Dario Sarge coming off the bench, uh, Jay Crowder. So I just don't see this going well for the Suns. I think they win a couple of games though. I don't. I don't think the Suns will get swept by anyone, but. I would have preferred the Suns to play someone other than the Lakers at least get for the first round, but I just don't see that happening.
1: Yeah, I mean, if AD is fully healthy and LeBron's eye is back to itself and he's not talking about for the umpteenth time that he saw three rims, um, I you, that was then funny. I think they're going to be fine. He said it 18 times in a matter of two interviews. I only
0: heard it was, the first time, so it was funny. It's getting very old. <laughs>
1: Um, either way, it's just, yeah, I don't know who, who Phoenix has to throw at either one of them to stop anything. And then, you know, you still got to worry about Schroeder, Chris Paul will lock him down. Though, so okay. Schroeder
0: was fucking ass cheeks in that Warriors game
1: though. I wonder if he's
0: still recovering from the coronavirus though, you know? Probably. I mean, Crusoe was just way, a way better option for them in that
2: game, which was interesting.
1: Defensively, was reading- definitely. I was reading a Kevin
2: Pelton piece today about how this year it's unprecedented um, that neither of the top two seeds in the West are favored to win the conference, um, and that both the Lakers and the Clippers have better odds to make. Well, I was it talking about the last
0: pod, right? It's like,
2: yeah, we don't believe
0: in the Jazz and Suns; they're not even the favorites, even though they're one and two seed.
2: Well, I believe in them, and so you think the All Suns the series? I, I think already know I, you're not because
0: you said you're going to pick the Lakers in every series.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to pick the Lakers as a reverse psychology kind of thing, but um, I think it'll go to seven or six or seven, and I think I'm definitely picking the Jazz to move deep into the playoffs. Um, the but jazz. We'll for them later. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think <clears throat> Like, this whole season, everyone's been saying, well, if if LeBron and AD are healthy, like, well, if they're at full strength, like, yeah. I mean, I don't think they really are. We're, we're at that point right now. They didn't look that great against the Warriors. They looked pretty good. And, they looked pretty great
1: in the second half. First half, they were complete ass.
2: Right. Um, I think Aiden is better defensively
1: than most people give him credit for.
2: Mm-hmm. Doesn't Definitely. mean he's going to lock down Anthony Davis, but I don't think it's like... They're completely screwed. And I think they have a handful of people, Jay Crowder, Mikhail Bridges, to throw at LeBron. And then they have one of the best point guards and especially clutch performers in the game. So I don't know, I don't think they're like overmatched, and I didn't even mention Devin Booker. So I don't think it's like a
0: no, I don't either. like guys like excited.
2: It's like a one-sided matchup. I think it's like two of probably the top four teams in the NBA.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's going six or seven as well. I feel like everyone's talking like the Lakers will roll over them. Like I said, it is a pretty bad matchup for the Suns, but the Suns aren't going down quietly against anyone. So um, we'll be interested to see how Aiden plays his first playoffs. That's another thing I'm looking forward to. He's such a weird player to figure out. I like him a lot for some reason, but I just don't know – what his calling card is, you know, maybe it's just going
1: to be defense. It might just be.
0: Yeah. On offense. I'm just not sure what he is. He doesn't you know?
1: need to score though on offense with the people around him. So. No, you're right.
0: You're right. Um, so that's going to be a fun matchup. I'm excited for that. How many times are they going to mention that Chris Paul and LeBron James are friends on the broadcast? Do you think?
1: <laughs> How many times do they bring up the banana boat?
0: <laughs> I was, I'm a little worried about LeBron. I don't know. I was telling Seth, I can't even believe it, I said this out loud, maybe it was just to try to reverse jinx it. But I was like, I'm getting mildly worried that LeBron's ankle injury, he'll just never be the same again, which he said he wasn't going to be, but like, like it's like a JV version of Kobe's Achilles almost because definitely in the first half, he didn't have any explosive lists. He didn't, he didn't really do anything explosive in the second half either. He just kind of, you know, played a little more chess, but I don't know. He just hasn't looked the same since coming back. And maybe it takes an off season to get better. Or maybe that's just, this is just the next phase of his career. I don't know.
1: I don't know either. It's going to be interesting. I said that it's going to be, it's not going to be a close matchup, but I think it goes probably six games too. Yeah. So
0: I'm picking Lakers in six in that one, I think. All right. We're finally going to get to your heat and your bucks. Kyle. Um Bucks favored minus three ten in this one. Uh, rematch of last year's debacle that the Bucks uh, took at the hands of the Heat in the second round. Um, seems like a lot of people are are saying that the Bucks get it done this year, and I think I agree with them. Just because I think the addition of Drew Holiday is just so huge, um, and the way they've dabbled in switching more right on defense in the regular season, I think is going to. Really help them in this series, especially with all the Heat play with those with those handoffs from Bam and the shooters. So I see the Bucks. I actually might pick the Bucks in five in this one. Honestly. I think they just take care of business after what happened last, year.
1: All your last year. has last year has nothing to do with it. Honestly, it's a completely different team.
0: <laughs> right, that's why I'm picking the Bucks this time.
1: You said after what happened last year.
0: Oh, I just kind of meant the mentality of the Bucks. Right, especially Giannis and the players that have been there before. I think they're embarrassed by that loss, and I think that they're going to avenge it this year.
1: Um, yeah. I'll probably pick them too, but it really is uh, – Wow, I'm shocked. Well, they've been doing, like, a lot more – I mean, we saw it all year, but we saw it especially a lot down the stretch, like, late game, like, dribble handoffs from – with like Giannis to, to Middleton and kind of letting Middleton be that the main guy at the end of games, which is what we know they needed to do last year because Giannis can only score one way essentially. Yeah. Um, but it also comes down to is this finally the year that the rotations get tight in Milwaukee? I was not, if not, then I could see the series going deep. I mean, the, the astros are getting tight, so
0: if, yeah. If they're gonna, gonna
1: if they're gonna tighten the rotations, then then yeah, I think it's probably a a five game, maybe six game series. But Drew's just been, you know, Drew's just been Drew. Everything that I said he was gonna, you know, should bring to the team when that trade happened. Mm-hmm. He's been all of that, maybe even more. So, and you know, Miami's dealt with so many health issues this year you don't have tyler hero being the player that he was last year either like he was honestly one of the key factors to them winning against the bucks last year with his scoring he's not he he hasn't shown that again this year for some reason so but then again you know you can never count out jimmy he's got that insane mentality that he's never out of it so it's gonna be it's gonna yep. be an interesting one, definitely. I don't know why you didn't have that one first.
0: <laughs> well, I already gave the a plain scenario. So <laughs> Sam's
2: order is atrocious, but uh, I think I'm particularly excited for this matchup as well. And I'm feeling like we're having too much agreement on the podcast so far. But I was I was planning on taking the Bucks, and yeah, if it's a close game. And Giannis is playing less than 40 minutes. That's a problem. But that's what happened last year, and that's one of the reasons I lost. So we'll see what happens with that. I think that'll be a big key. And was really inexplicable last year, so hopefully Coach Bud has gotten his act together. Um, And, yeah, excited to see that team in the playoffs. I think, too, it's
0: like – we'll see about the rotation thing, but I think Bud has fixed – Two things that we have had qualms about: the switching, like I talked about earlier, and an offense running more with ball handlers. Like, and adding Drew basically allowed me to do this, right? Running offense through Drew and Chris more instead of having Giannis thirty feet from the rim trying to make decisions. So, he's answered the bell in into the areas that I wanted them to, which is why I think they'll be more improved in this in this year's playoffs.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, thinking about it, obviously Bledsoe was much worse this year than he was last year. Or maybe not much worse. He was worse this year. But just the replacement, right, mm-hmm. uh, what Drew brings is just um, just uh, another um, intangible that they didn't have last year. And you're replacing, you know, a guard that was ass with, you know, I think I said before the season when the trade happened, a, a top five, you know, defensive guard in the league in Drew. And then you have Dante playing starters minutes, and he sneakily might be a top 15 defender in the league too. Right? Mm. Would you agree? I feel like no one ever talks about Dante Di- DiVincenzo, but any time you watch those games, he's making big yeah. defensive plays for the Bucs. Yeah,
0: I tested these. Yeah, he's de- he definitely is. Yeah. Um...
1: Yeah, I mean, Drew is just, like,
0: the way better version of Eric, right? A defensive guard that can score when you need him. But if he was way better, like, that's what Drew is. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's going to be the big difference.
1: Um, it's like if Eric Eric Bledsoe ate one of the uh, the the stars in Mario, that's what Drew Holiday is. <laughs> that's, the, that's
0: honestly the perfect explanation.
1: I also thought it was funny that a couple of years
2: ago, the Celtics and the Bucks had that beef. And scary Terry Rozier called Eric Bledsoe, Drew Bledsoe, former Patriots quarterback. And then they replaced Eric Bledsoe with someone named Drew. So smart move.
0: They're playing chess. Spelled differently.
2: Yeah, spelled differently.
0: <laughs> but the intention was there, clearly. Yeah. That's why they threw in an extra first round pick. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next, let's go over the Clippers-Mavs rematch of last year with the iconic Lucas shot. Um I expect the Clippers to win this easily. It's just, I really wish there's any second fiddle to Luga besides Chris Dops, And I would feel more excited for him in the playoffs. But I mean, the man was averaging like almost a 30 point triple double in last year's series. And still, <laughs> still they couldn't get the win. Uh, so I just look forward to him having more help in future years. So he can at least compete in a series like this, you know,
1: why did we, I don't know why we didn't talk about the series last. What are your rankings? <laughs> This is well, one of like the most clear-cut games. I'm, I get it. Maybe I went Luka, by basically right,
0: the but... the odds and Fanduel, like what were the closest odds, right? So those first three were the closest, and then we had, and then the Celtics will didn't. be last,
1: as they should be. But um, yeah, there's just you know, there's not a there's not enough support around Luca. One man can only do so much, and it's not like he's LeBron where he's really affecting the game on both ends of the floor. It's really just a main, you know, main factor. The main factor on one side and then, you know, and then you got Paul George looking like his old self, not his old self, meaning uh, pandemic P. I mean, his old self back, you know, when he was all-star levels kind of. So, yeah. Or what more do you need besides when you're Paul George and Kawhi? So, <laughs> Yeah, against this team. Seth, thoughts? Yeah, I just think
2: are the Mavs really any better than they were last year? I don't think really on paper or anything we've seen this season has led us to believe they're significantly better. And last year, you know, they – was it just the one game that they won, uh, feluca's buzzer beater, it was a five-game series last year? No, it was a six-game six? series.
1: Yeah, that's right. They run. They ran away with one of them, I think.
2: I think KP went off in one game, and then he had
1: yeah. his classic
0: like knee injury or whatever later right, on.
1: Right. So I'm kind of expecting the same thing. Like, maybe
2: Luca can just win one game by himself, and maybe they'll sneak out one other one, but I'd probably take Clippers in five. Mm. Same here.
0: We are agreeing too much. I mean, the first round, though, you know, what are you really going to do? Uh, all right, last but certainly least as well although we will hit the one eights, but we're not sure what the matchup is, but we'll talk about that. But first we must talk about the heaviest underdog so far of any of the playoff series, the Boston Celtics of the greater Boston area, playing the Brooklyn Nets uh, and just not the year for your Celtics, Seth. Uh, Jalen Brown goes down, probably wouldn't have a shot this series. Otherwise you get the worst matchup you could possibly have in the first round. So, you know, you get him next year.
2: Yep. Uh, Tears streaming down his eyes (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean We have no chance in the series Uh, It's probably going to be nuts in four But uh, you can bet your ass That if it's like Send five points at halftime In game one, I'll talk myself into it You know, know, if we If we somehow manage to get game one
0: You guys can be like The new magic
2: (laughs) Tatum can win a couple games on his own Yeah you See know, the problem is
1: has one of his inefficient nights. Like I don't say it might be possible. <laughs> the problem is Tatum can average fifty points a game this series, and they're still going to lose in four games. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, those three <laughs> will
0: average sixty at least. So <laughs> yeah, I had gotten nets in five, and I'm not really sure why I thought that the Celtics would win a game.
1: Should be very generous. generous, maybe, but um. You know, I think it's funny you mentioned Harden being inefficient Uh, in one of the post games at the end of the year, one of the last, I think it was like two games. um, One of the reporters asked him, like, you know, you, you don't seem to be taking as many shots. Is there, you know, something going on? And he's like, man, I take all the shots in the game and you guys bitch at me and complain. And then when I, you know, take a step back and just be a main distributor and just do whatever I can to help my team out. Then you say, I'm not doing enough. What the hell's the point? You know, which is like, so true. He doesn't have to be a main scorer anymore. Right. People are going to be like, Oh, here's hard. That's exactly what's going to happen too. Guaranteed. As we get deep in these playoffs, they're going to, you know, Harden might average like 16 points a game in a series or something. They're going to be like, Oh, you, you know, you're taking a step back and just letting others, you know, win the game for you. And it's like, it's going to aggravate the living hell out of me because i mean i don't know such a big factor in that game in that on that's that
0: i don't know why didn't, would we be mad at that that's the part that's impressed me most of hard of this season is his ability to fit the, the part that players. most people
1: should be impressed about this i mean season. we know he's
0: an elite passer obviously right so his ability to just kind of run point guard for that team and and step in where needed has been impressive i didn't see that quote and i was like okay i mean he maybe didn't have to lash out like that but i would be kind of pissed I think it would just be hard to be any superstar with the media and just like you ask these questions that sometimes contradict each other day in and day out. Um, But I think like we said before the season started, right? Harden has had his playoff miscues numerous and he's always been worse in the playoffs. This is the perfect situation for him to finally succeed in the playoffs, right? Where he doesn't have to be that person to take all the shots and take the last shot in the game. So if there is a year, if there is a year and a team to do it on, it'll be this one for him for sure.
1: I can't wait to get a James Harden tattoo and they win the finals. Why don't you have one already? <laughs> what are you waiting
0: for? <laughs> All right. Let's you know, talk about James the Harden
1: beard above my knee. I think
0: <laughs> tasteful, nice and small tasteful. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's finish off with the one versus eight. We don't know exactly who the eight is. Although has that game gone final
1: a warrior a uh, warriors? God, I keep saying that wizards. Are, they won. Basically. Okay. So let's yeah. talk about
0: that first. I was going to say, whichever team wins that anyway, I'm going to pick a sweep for the Sixers, so it doesn't really matter to me. But the Wizards will be the more entertaining one, I think. So we'll have the one-seed Philly versus the eight-seed Wizards. Um, Listen, it's going to be fun to watch Russ and Beal in in the playoffs, at the very least, right, for the four games that they get beaten in.
1: (laughs) Beal's fully healthy. Yeah,
0: that's the bummer, isn't
2: it?
1: How did he look today? I didn't watch today.
0: Yeah, me either.
2: He's, looked pretty good. There was one he had a little, like, knee collision, and then they were, we were a little worried for a second, but I think it was just, like, a, you know, hurt initially, and he was fine afterwards. So, and obviously, like, it's kind of been a blowout, so they haven't really needed him as much, but.
0: Yeah, he's and, definitely been laboring at the last couple of games.
2: Yeah, but I'm excited to see what it'll be like. I mean, I the Sixers have the better team. The more talent, they'll be heavily favored, but. This Wizards team has been really hot this last third of the season or so, and I could definitely see them taking a game or two. It's funny.
0: I feel like in the West, we're like, who's going to make the conference finals? Who the fuck knows? And in the East, there's such a collision course with how it's set up between the Nets and Philly, right? Because Philly gets the Wizards easy win. Then they get the winner of the the, uh, Hawks and the Knicks, certainly the lesser of the opponents left. And then the Nets play the Bucks. I would favor the Nets in that as well. And so we're kind of just on this collision course. I feel like for the for the Nets and the Sixers to play in the East, and I would be kind of mildly surprised if that didn't end up being the case. You know.
1: Yeah, I'm more more worried about the Nets second round matchup than I would be about them playing Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals.
0: Really, you think Milwaukee's is a worse matchup for them? Yeah. Because they can kind of match them offensively and they have Drew and Giannis and all them to throw at –
1: They have way much more offensive firepower, I feel like, that can come from many different places, whereas Philly, you know, it's concentrated to basically Embiid, maybe Tobias, and then you got to hope, you know, Seth is on his game. Otherwise, what do you got? Seth, you on your game? I'm always on my game.
0: (laughs) That's interesting. I don't know if I've heard that before, but I think I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, I
1: don't know. If I was gonna make
0: a prediction, I think the Nets make the finals and lose this first year. Lose. Lose to who? Ah, uh, the Lakers and the Clippers would be my bet. No. <laughs> so no. if you if if you were to pick the finals right now, what would it be?
1: My picking from my heart or Picking based on logic.
0: Well, if you're even gonna say that, then give me both.
1: <laughs> I mean, nets and nuggets see. is my heart. <laughs> yeah. Uh and then yeah, it probably is the Clippers. I'm just tired of seeing Kawhi in the finals. He's just so boring. I you know, I really am. I don't, don't know why. Like I you know, I, I appreciate his greatness, but he's just such a boring player. He's very hard to root for.
0: The Clippers are definitely my least favorite of any of the good teams to watch. That's for sure.
1: But they're not to roll any of them, so.
2: Before the previous season, I predicted Clippers-Sixers. And maybe I was just a year early. Should
1: be. May have been.
0: I'm going to take Lakers-Nets, and I'll take the Lakers. I think we all knew what all of us were going to pick, so I don't know why we even went through the exercise.
2: <laughs> I wasn't planning on it.
0: Uh, all right, let's talk quickly about the Jazz versus either the Warriors or Memphis. So that's the final play in. Eighty percent chance
1: Warriors win that game based on statistics 80. I saw. Yeah.
0: What statistics? <laughs> you you just looked at your own notebook and you had written that
2: down. <laughs> Kyle hasn't decided who's going to win. Eventually, he'll he'll choose, and then that'll
1: determine it. No, some, like, NBA models that, you know, project percentages of winning.
0: I mean, I, I would pick the Warriors to win. And right, yeah, I'm going to pick the Warriors to win this game, too. They lost. Um, right. Who do you give either of these teams a chance against the Jazz? I think we would all give the Warriors Memphis, a not chance. a
1: chance, yeah. Right,
0: I think we would all give the Warriors a better chance against the Jazz, right? I'm kind of in the zone of they'll probably win a few games – Maybe it's a long series, but I think the Jazz will win that. Do you guys agree with that assessment?
1: Yeah, probably. See, the one thing I'm worried about with the Jazz is I'm pretty sure they're the one team that has the, like, the highest fan capacity. So they're going to have, like, basically home court advantage. They're going to have, like, 75% capacity, Mm. which is, like, the first time all season. And to have that behind you, you know, in yeah. the biggest time of the year, You know that's going to be tough to overcome for any team, especially when you're playing the the number one team in the league.
0: Tough place to play. Record-wise.
1: Too. And, and the one qualm
0: I have with the Jazz is Donovan Mitchell never played before the playoffs. Was he just – were they just saving him? Is he going to be 100%? We just haven't seen him, you know?
1: I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely give – the Warriors have a chance that series. Uh, you have Steph, you right? a chance, right? You know. The thing is, Kerr is not smart enough to start the game with Draymond at five. It gives him the best chance at winning anything. we you know, Looney's not going to be able to do anything in that game, but he's going to start him and he's going to end up playing 20-something minutes.
0: Well, I think the thing we underrate is, like, that's our best lineup, but having Draymond play 46 minutes of center is not sustainable.
1: Could be. right. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that Looney shouldn't ever see the floor, but I don't, think that, <laughs> I don't think that you should start out at a bigger disadvantage for the first six minutes of a game when you don't have to. That's interesting,
0: because I'd rather start with Looney and close with Draymond, which is, I feel like, what they'll do. Maybe you start away. and close.
2: If Kyle had his way, he'd have seven players on each team who are playing, and everyone else is wearing a blindfold on the end of the bench. Can't even look at the court.
0: bear wouldn't even see the court if Kyle was coaching. <laughs> so, all right. Well, it's I think true. we all we took the <laughs> we took our pulse, and we all were in too much of agreement. But this is gonna be a fun first round. I'm excited for it. Um, I think, especially in the West. It's a different one eight two seven than we're used to, right? All the series I expect to be close uh, in the West at least, which will be exciting. Um, we wanted to finish up with a, a little fun thing that Seth thought of. Seth, you want to tell our listeners what the
2: conceit was? Sure. So over the course of the of the season and since we've been doing this podcast listeners long-time listeners may start picking up on certain players that each of us particularly like um i think kyle has uh maybe an, an extended list of stogie boys um that he's grown affection for over the years um i think my list it was actually kind of hard to come up with because i think compared to the two players. Of you, yeah compared to the two of you i'm just i'm more of like a fan of a team and you guys lean more towards being fans of certain players yeah so i didn't want to just like list all the celtics players so i limited myself to one celtic but wow um, i would have allowed two yeah okay all right maybe i'll change it um (laughs) but the idea was we could just kind of talk through our list and maybe we'll we'll guess each other's lists to make it interesting and then maybe we just like follow how they do in this year's playoffs and make it like a little friendly competition. Although we're not like intentionally picking the players that we think are going to do the best. It's just meant to be like, let's see how our kind of favorite players that we root for how well they do stacked up against each other.
0: Okay. So we'll start with my list. You guys can guess it. I will warn you that what I did was I had a starting five, two guards, two forwards in the center. That's just what I did. And I, did the I- I left off – my three favorite players, as we know, are LeBron, Steph, and Jokic, but I left them off because – Why? Everyone loves them, and they're really, really good. I was more going for players that I value more than most people do, you know, that I think are sneaky good or that I love for no reason, really. So that's just what I did. So that's – I'm warning you for your guesses.
1: Okay, so no LeBron and no Steph and no Jokic. So that means he has – <laughs> so you dirty Sabonis. boy, you have
0: <laughs> so I have since taken Sabonis off because we said playoff teams and he just lost. Okay. But he was his he center's was Gobert.
1: Measures. Let's be honest.
0: No, I don't like yeah. Gobert. I just can't I can't hear you drag his name through the mud in such a way.
1: <laughs> He's the reason the NBA shut down. He shut down the entire world essentially. <laughs> it all started with him. Um, and I'll never forget that. His center has to be Bam then? No. No. He leave My Bam center him, is yeah. someone
0: we just talked about, actually.
2: Just talked about. What were we talking about, Justin? We just talked <laughs> about, him,
0: and literally last thing we talked about. <laughs> what did we just talk about? It's not Kavan Looney. So who could it be? Draymond. Draymond, yeah. Nice. I slotted him at center once I lost a bonus. so.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So he's going to be a forward. There. You wouldn't start him at center. He's a forward. <laughs> well, he's not going to start <laughs> at center, but
2: it's <laughs> my closing lineup. <laughs> uh, who else is favorite players?
0: No, my other forward, I'll give you a hint. I've talked about him as, like, one of my top five players to watch before. Uh, I like – you know I like players that can't shoot.
1: So far, this is a terrible segment. What ben you Simmons. Yeah, no, Ben Simmons, correct. I was going to say Dario Saric, but I knew that wasn't it.
0: You <laughs> <I laughs> <do laughs> kind of ben sneaky Sarge. like Dario, not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> well, you guys already know one of my other guards, right? Um, Jamal Murray. I mentioned him earlier because I asked if I could use him for the Nuggets. You said yeah. yes, even though he's out. So, uh, you know, I love Jamal. What he did in the bubble, I fell in love with him, especially when he grew his hair out and his beard. Um,
2: Can I guess another one?
0: Yeah. Jonathan Murray. See, I didn't put Jonathan on there because I feel like I only like him because he's on my fantasy team. Mm. Okay, he wasn't a pre. I only put pre-fantasy team guys in there, so I wasn't swayed. I'm not sure you're gonna guess the final two. Um, the other forward, he is on my fantasy team, but I liked him before that, and he's on the Hornets.
1: The Hornets didn't make the playoffs. Yes,
0: yeah, so I guess I should take him off, but I love him so much. <laughs>
1: You're really making this tough by not following the rule Well, I
0: don't have any other non playoff players. I didn't know that was a rule. Miles Bridges? Yeah. Okay. And then. Switch him for Mikael. I just feel like he's underrated. He's literally. shoot. Oh. I just might just do that. He literally. Actually, I'll switch him out for either Mikael or Thiebel because I love both of them. <laughs> but I would just like to mention Miles is basically shooting 50 49 8 and
1: yeah. really Miles stepped into is-
0: a scoring mm-hmm. role when Hayward was out
1: extremely good and yeah. borrego sucks and doesn't play him enough every coach talks obviously <laughs> like All right, my, last one,
0: my last one my last one i don't know is... if i really talked to you guys that much about are we at it,
1: but... your are we left with your shooting guard then yeah i once
0: saw him at a bar in chicago sneaky short once uh,
1: saw a bar in chicago
0: yeah we la- i was too scared to go up to him though he kind of had a posse around him you know wow you're Super never going to get it. Sure. He plays for the he plays for the Mavericks.
1: I mean, Jose Juan Borea doesn't play for the Mavericks anymore.
0: That's your boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are just guessing. So he,
0: he starts off with Bam and, and Jose Juan. You're going <laughs> to tell me you saw that's Jalen like Brunson? Brunson, yeah, Jalen Brunson. Correct. Oh wow!
1: What I just he's so and fucking how did good. You not
0: say anything? He had a posse. Uh, so? so that's my that's my starting lineup. I got Jalen at the point guard, Jamal at the at the two. Miles of the three, Draymond, and um, I guess Tybal or Mikhail, whichever one I'm feeling that day, rounding out my forwards.
2: Nice. Yes. I feel like we should be able to guess Kyles fairly quickly. I feel like he has a lot, but we we know who they are. Okay, he's Just
0: gonna he, he's gonna slot Jokic and Bam both in. I think. Don't you think?
1: Did you? I opted well, not to I, go with Bam because I went uh, I went essentially um, all NBA uh, okay. reason. Um, What's it called? Uh, so you got Jokic structure. at your center. So
2: Harden. Harden and Jokic.
1: Yes.
0: Um is LeBron in there or no? No. Okay. Robert
1: Covington? Obviously. Obviously. Dennis Schroeder? Obviously. Yeah. We just have Last one more one Small left. forward, or I guess a forward, but I'll give you that. Um, small forward. Small forward. How could we not get this?
0: It's gonna be so obvious once Jimmy. we do it,
1: isn't it? Jimmy. Ah, uh, Jimmy. You yeah, guys nice. killed it. I mean, <laughs> we know you all. Well. I have the Stogie boys ingrained <laughs> in your memories too. <laughs> 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 all right. So let's so your lineup was Dennis. Harden, uh, Dennis, Jimmy, Bobby Covington, and Jokic.
0: It's gonna be tough if he hasn't that's player. We're not gonna have one. That's definitely gonna undo us in the playoffs. Um, all right, Seth, let's see, would definitely Mark smart. Wow. Smart and Tatum if you let him have two from the Celtics.
2: Smart is correct. Um fact they leave off Tatum. Well,
1: Snubbity-er. that was also
2: one of those things like does he just automatically get on because he's the best player on my favorite team? Or if you're not your yes. favorite
1: player from your favorite team? I mean,
2: you tell us. No, Who's Tatum's gonna- not on.
1: Oh, well, okay. Clay Thompson, obviously.
0: Yeah, Clay. Clay. Yep. Anthony Davis. He's always high on Anthony Davis. No, he just no. likes him because he fits, he gets value <laughs> on him in drafts or whatever. All right. No, I uh, think he's
2: really good, but I wouldn't have a like I couldn't stomach putting a Lakers player on my Chris Paul's gotta list. be one, right? Mm. I thought about putting Chris Paul, but I decided to go with a different all NBA level point guard.
0: Dame because I like him Slightly more. Yeah.
2: Dame. Okay, yeah.
0: So so far we have Dame, Marcus, and and clay. that's it. And clay. clay. clay yeah. So you have those three. And then did you go with the positions or is it positionless? It's positionless. Okay. That's fine. What, are
2: he's gonna do five guards. What the fuck this is this? Uh who else is he even like? I'll give you I'll give you a hint. One is I have one more Celtics player, but it's not Tatum.
1: Oh you dare tell me it's Kemba. No, no. Robert Williams love Kemba. Time Lord. <laughs> no, nah, it's Jalen.
0: Jalen. Okay. So you but, like Jalen so better than Jason?
2: All the social justice stuff. Mm, yeah. It makes sense. You know, off the court. His beard. It's like. His
1: beard is sexy in. as fuck. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: It doesn't matter. Okay. So we're down to one left. Yeah. Positionless, though. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be a big man. Um. So this one.
2: How oh, can I give you a clue? I've never met him, but I feel like I have.
0: Carmelo Anthony. <laughs>
2: Correct, because <laughs> he peed in his urinal.
0: I mean, really, you don't even need to beat someone at that point if you peed in their urinal.
2: Right, we have a we have a bond that words couldn't even describe. Okay, so uh, give me your give me your lineup again. So I've got at guard Marcus Smart, Clay Thompson, and, Dame Dame and small forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Dame and small. Forward.
2: I have three guards and two forwards. Okay, so Marcus, Clay, and Dame, and then Mello and Jalen. Put him out with the five. He can survive. Yeah. Nice.
0: Okay, cool. Well, we'll see what happens. So, I mean, I think Kyle yeah. has the upper hand because he has a Nets player. None of us have a Lakers player. You guys yeah, also don't have
2: Jokic. No one on my team is making it past the first round. So
0: <laughs> I'll make sure to do Tybal instead of Mikhail Bridges so I have a chance that the Sixers making
2: it. I thought you already have Ben Simmons.
0: Oh, yeah. So I might as well take Mikhail to even my yeah. odds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that was successful. We'll check back in with the listeners next time to see how all our boys are doing.
1: So what are we doing? Are we just like... Uh,
0: we're not doing essentially... anything. This is just, you know, well, it's all in your head.
2: <laughs> okay. We could do something if you want.
0: Well, we're going to update the listeners on who makes it from our teams, right? Just keep your list in mind.
1: Yeah. All right. So I have three players that are Two of, my, two of my five are almost guaranteed to make the finals. Yeah, I mean, I didn't
0: pick this team based on playoff success. So, no, yeah.
1: I didn't either. It's just I like good players. What can I say? <laughs> Dennis, Striller. I think the main point was that
0: we get all our boys down so the listeners know, you know? Yeah. And now we can follow them throughout their careers. And our listeners will always, you know, they're going to tweet at us and be like, oh, your Squammy boy did this today because we get so many tweets.
2: Maybe Mello will invite me to his, you know, Hall of Fame speech now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I thought you were ready. We're going to invite (laughs) him.
2: I'll be introducing him, actually.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, that was a pleasure. I'm excited for these playoffs to start, the real playoffs. And that that Lakers-Warriors game was a nice appetizer.
2: And by the way, for the listeners, in 15 seconds, Washington will officially have won the game. So.
0: Thank God our listeners heard that.
2: Yep. So make sure to Five listen to this right now. when it drops,
0: people. When you're listening to it, it better be it better be Friday. Should I just get this?
2: Game over. Mm, yeah. This is a,
0: this is an auditory. Uh,
1: <laughs> is that it's what an I outline.
2: Should. It's an outline of James Harden's hair, so you can see like his hairline and a little bit of the mohawk and then and his, his beard. beard. That's what I
0: used for my fantasy profile picture when my team name was Fear the Beard and I had Harden. So.
2: Yeah, I think it, that'd be good. I hated every
0: second of it, though. I thought it would be nice because then I could start rooting for Harden when I watched, but I still wasn't rooting for him, and I hated it, so I'm you never doing that again. Fantasy? No, yeah. I did back right. in the day. Yep. Yeah.
1: It sounds like uh third-place third team is splitting, or third and fourth are splitting playouts, so I'll get that out tonight. Do you think the listeners care about this? They should. You know. <laughs> they essentially they... live our lives. Yeah. <laughs> This is a step in our shoes.
0: All right, Kyle, just just send the listeners off now that we have you.
1: We finally did it. We've made it. It's the playoffs. And my time is here. James Harden's going to win it all. We'll Shock you your coworkers by telling them how to play it.